That's Aaron over there at the controls. How you doing? And we are joined by our special guest, Wesley Roth. How's it going, Wesley? Nope, he's muted. Oh, sorry. I have to get that. No, I'm sorry, Wesley. We're going to have to just... You could just... This is a complicated back. operation. Yeah. He's back. He's back. Not yet. No, he's, now he's not talking. We can't he's hear playing you. with us. <laughs> jerk. Hey, guys. Sorry. You asshole. I am that. That is yeah. me. How you doing, Welcome Wesley? Back. I'm um, doing... So we're here to talk about hereditary. Oh. Did anybody see that? This is a hey, man. great operation. Uh, we planned this five minutes ago. Flawless intro. Flawless. Just like a Saturday Live skit. <laughs> Wesley's just sitting there like, oh my god, what have I gotten myself into again? <laughs> These guys. I was going to ask Wesley, because uh, um, while we were trying to figure out this whole intro, uh, what was the last, you were on, you've been on a couple times, what was the last one you were on? Uh, Annihilation. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, was a, that, was a big, that was a big one. Mm -hmm. That was. That was a long one. Yeah. This is, um, would you, we'll get into it, but would you argue this has some, like, crossover interest for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A uh, totally different way, but, yeah. Yeah. I, I know we've all had kind of sporadic conversations with you, Wesley, but I know on uh, Facebook, you were, your reaction was like, oh, this was this experience was crazy. Yeah, he messaged me on Facebook and was like, dude. Yeah, I was I was definitely uh, blown away. It was a really good theater experience. I it was an RPX. I don't know if you guys know what that is. I did not. No. It's it's like one step what down from this? IMAX. Oh. oh. It's like extra wide screen, like super huge and uh, a lot louder, way louder. So all of the Whoa. you know music was really like in my bones. And I had a really active crowd. Every seat was full. It was pretty great. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Seriously. <laughs> That's really interesting. So this is... This There's is, a grandma in there. This is a w interesting experience. So Aaron, I'll be interested to hear what you, what your ex theater experience was, because I think that's important for a horror movie. Uh, mm. Ben and I went yesterday, yeah, and the theater was really rather Quiet. empty, actually. Yeah. Like, we were kind of the only ones there. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, same for me. The mm. best, though, Matt had a couple jumps. I did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, and, and a vocal noise. Yeah, like I went, like in the middle of theater. Th it was one of the... I made fun of you on one of our old podcasts it for jumping. It was Mother. So, so I'll, do a, I'll do my jump. It was like... Well, for most of the movie, I was like... Like, my yeah. mouth was open, but, like, what? there was one right after the seance and uh, the whole seance scene uh, the first time. Spoilers, jeez. Uh, <laughs> guys, there's a seance, yeah. by the way. There's a seance. Uh, um, there's that scene where I think there, uh, Peter's in the car, maybe, uh, the son, and you hear the click for the first time, and he, like, spins around. Oh, yeah. I went... Ah! And, like, and the mom, like really the, when the mom did it too, that was yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. See, yeah. I kind of expected that. 
I don't know. I I'm very I was very susceptible. I was very like whatever you're trying to pull, it is working. It's like every yeah. time the girl did it early in the movie, I kept thinking to myself, I wonder if this is gonna come back. I don't know. Maybe oh, I'm no. crazy. What if we started <laughs> the rest of this podcast? <laughs> I'm so sorry, anybody listening. Um, okay, so if you're if you're new to our podcast, obviously we're gonna spoil the whole movie. Um, but we're gonna like really dive into it. We're gonna talk about uh, what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, I will give you ten dollars to stop that yeah. right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, gonna just I'm not doing anything. You. Okay. Um, and then at the end, we're gonna give kind of our overall thought and a rating out of ten. So stick around. Perfect. For that. Um, who wants to kind of? If, you give the synopsis. Me. <laughs> well, you I have, never. You yeah. wrote the novel. I never give the synopsis. You always give the synopsis. How about this? You get the, You start it, and Wesley finish it. That's a that's a fair okay. take. Um, yeah, so if you haven't seen the movie, basically this is about, the movie's called Hereditary. It's about a family. Uh, it's about cancer. Right. Uh, it's about the environment. It's about yes. the environment. The whole pot is going to be jokes about that. <laughs> it's, uh, it, 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 it's about male pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a movie about me. <laughs> As he's wearing the hat. It's Hereditary. The first time. The I headphones heard. rub on my dome. <laughs> um, no, this is a movie, it's kind of set up with uh, the, the death of a, grandmother basically and this complicated relationship with the family um tony collette is kind of the main character in the movie and she who can forget that tony collette she's an actress yep and from uh, uh the, from um uh what was it yes she was great in that yeah i remember she that, was great yeah. in this too. why did you move the camera just movie now they can see where the green screen movie stops. magic. I guess that's the end of the synopsis. Go on. It's a yeah. family and go on, a, go on. a grandma died. No, Wesley, take over now. He did his part. <laughs> yeah, I really set you up there. You took, he did, you took over. Or you, uh, you went all the way through that first scene. <laughs> the, 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 I got like halfway through the trailer. Like, yeah. Not even. Yeah. You got to the go first ahead. scene where uh, she talks, at, does the eulogy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, honestly, like, the, I think the best way to. Describe this movie is it's a reverse of every other horror movie you've ever seen. Where, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, rather than you know having the the uh, superficial nature of a supernatural haunting movie, but it, in the end it's about mental illness. It has the superficial like facade of being a mental illness movie and ends up being a supernatural possession movie. I think it's kind of both. You know, it is mm. both. It is both. But like. Metaphorically and literally. What's more uh, tragic about it is that, like, imagine thinking your whole life that you have a stark mental illness and you're being told not to trust yourself, Mm -hmm. but you shut up the whole time. Like, that to me, I was like, oh, dagger in the heart. So, yeah, it's about a woman who thinks that she's struggling with mental illness that runs through her family, and it turns out that her family is just a long line of uh, uh, demon vehicles. Mm. That's a downer. Mm -hmm. It is a downer. Just a bad week. It's interesting that you say that because in the um, everything that they talked about in the classrooms and stuff was important to it. We t- yeah. kind of talked about yeah, that. We t- yeah, but in good. one of them was saying about are you controlling your own destiny or is destiny yeah. controlling you? Like, what's more tragic? Yeah, and it's basically it, the kid's story. A choice or not? It's, yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. have a choice. Nobody had a choice. They, the whole movie's peppered with like little background elements like that. That usually, in most cases, it'll come up. Uh, like for instance, the pattern of the like the flower wallpaper mm-hmm. pattern, like uh, it's, they lingered on that for a few seconds, yeah. which was like, what are you doing? Who cares about the freaking wallpaper? I care. And then it like that little, it's just pink. for a 
flash, that little drawing is in the notebook later. That is, mm, I mean, it's right. all part of the cult and stuff. Mm. So, um, there were lots of little things I noticed later on, like, whoa, I'm glad I picked up on I that. I kind of want to watch it again, Tim. Look more around. Yeah, I think the you would benefit from it because, like, going back and thinking about everything that happened at the beginning, like, you don't realize that, like, it, it seems like character building, like something that you would write to make you invest, but it just, it all, it's like, it's brilliant because it seems like he wrote the second half of the movie first mm -hmm. and then went back and was like, how do I make, you know, this really creepy the second time you watch it? Like, layer. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, and I'll tell the audience, this is spoilers, the, the whole, we kind of didn't really tell the, whole story but in a nutshell the, the story is like you said about the family that you think is has a hereditary problem but they're all cult uh satan worshipers but well the main uh, family's not no the main right. no no but the, the they're the, the victims the grandmother yeah. dies uh they, they have, have a funeral beat. funeral and they're kind of like the she's not feeling the emotions nobody feels the emo emotions they're kind of like other than the little girl because the little girl was close to the grandmother but the, the Charlie. Charlie, but Charlie uh, told his her mom that she want he wanted her to be a boy. He, he she wanted her to be a boy, mm -hmm. uh, and then the boy wants to go to, like to this party, uh, and the mother tells tells uh, him to bring Charlie with along. Yeah, and I mean. Death follows. Yeah, <laughs> like in the most like abrupt. Anyway, way. so. <laughs> So they lose their heads. Well, yeah. Uh, no, but like it has one of the craziest scenes. It's quite Matt, a bit. Matt was shocked. Quite a bit of decap. Matt, yeah, was, that like, was like, oh, 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 oh. Matt, it's beautiful to watch a movie with Matt sometimes, and it's somewhat cringeworthy sometimes in small theaters when there's just you and two other people. Uh, that he he reacts. I did. Oh. <laughs> what? You know, like, <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, it. we did see this movie in the East Side, so yeah, I, did see, but, uh, I did go. What? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that that happened. I get, yeah. I kept my cool, but so uh, that's one the, less the, head that she has. The, you know, the bullet shots outside the theater. Oh no, both. Gotcha. <laughs> both. Well, I think it's, actually the bullet shots calmed me down. <laughs> I think oh, that they did. <laughs> it reminded you that it was all a movie. <laughs> but no, it, this was a good movie. Uh, we, we can talk a little bit more about like kind of specific scenes. I think it's kind of a good place to start though with um, kind of what you're talking about with like this very jarring, unexpected, like, unexpected because the way they decapitation through a little a pole girl of a little girl. But like what makes because th there's uh, several of those scenes but the whole movie isn't that way no the whole movie is paced in such a way that it there's long it's scenes. depressing it like really builds it up but then there's also not like one of those um it's not like jerking you around so much like paranormal activity or something where like the scene itself is building and like even if it kind of cuts away and it builds on that a little bit more later like that scene in itself still had a lot of like Weight and charge yeah. to it, and, and then and it, like, how the whole thing played out was so good. Yeah, and so you get all these kind of like oh, slow, great scenes, and then a shot really well, okay. and then all of a sudden, bam! It gives you like these like whoa, that really way, when it does jarring. happen, it's very jarring. Yeah, absolutely, it really it's jarring. And everything after that is jarring. Uh, okay, so the boy. Let's talk about this scene. Let's just talk about our writer because it was really well done. He's in shock. The, oh, in the face, in, like this, right afterwards. The acting's amazing. Yeah. You, the, the the like they didn't like cut to the next. They scene. didn't just jump cut to no, the funeral. They they, like, they, they <laughs> let it, they let it go. They had him go, like so he he sits there, in shock, breathing. Great acting. 
then it shows a long and it shows a long shot of him too and then the, he just you know for what a good five minutes I don't know it felt like five minutes it could have been shorter but the way they did it uh, it felt long like it, like this really happened he drives home he drives home he gets out of the car and just stands there the light turns on and he walks in slowly morbid goes to his room doesn't tell anybody mm-hmm. and just lies there doesn't even go to sleep it's a shot of him lying there with his eyes open then you hear his mom so I'm gonna go get the car and do daytime. this. Yeah, daytime. Yeah. You hear all that one here, and then you you hear everything around. Your imagination is filling filling the rest, and he, she discovers the body. None of this is seen, and you hear it. Mm. I think yeah. you should have told somebody. Uh, what yeah. happened? Yeah, he's he's the real. Uh, <laughs> have you seen my spoon? He's the real Laura Dern in this movie. <laughs> I haven't been fed yet. <laughs> That's yeah. for you, Wesley. Yeah. Uh, I, I will call out Alex Wolf though. Like that's the actor. The he's the kid in Jumanji too. Oh. Uh, like he's it's the he kid did from an... the Naked Brothers band. Did you know that? What? What are you, you know talking the Naked about? Brothers band? It's a Nickelodeon no. show that ran for like seven or eight years. Whoa. Yeah. I did not know that. You would watch yeah. something like that, Wesley. No, it was after my time, but I have younger oh. siblings. So. Wow. Yeah. I just have it on DVD. So <laughs> <laughs> it's on his bookshelf. Wesley, when you when we talk about like I, I don't know, that scene in particular, because I'm really interested. That like I agree with Ben wholeheartedly, but when you talk about kind of like how they flipped things on their head and mm-hmm. how it's like the anti no pun intended. The anti horror movie, this scene kind of seems like one of those. It is like everything you were saying was like hitting the nail on the head. This movie, every scene in it is the things that you skip over in other movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's a like, great way to put like, it. Like the best way I could describe it to uh, somebody asked me, they're like, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. I don't like stuff like that. But how would you describe it? I said, like, have you ever been at your friend's house when their parents start fighting? Like, that's what this movie felt like. And it's like, you're like, I just want to get out of here. Just that, that fog of like uncomfortableness that you just, you, that pig pen, Pit in your stomach, feeling you know. Yeah, or like when you're, if like your friend yells at their parents, and you're like, "Oh crap!" Like something, you know, something's yeah. about to hit the fan. This is uncomfortable. Go. Yeah, like there's it. It did something that like no other movie has ever done for me, where it made me feel like the stakes applied to me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that, like you said, that five minute. It's probably like two and a half minutes of sitting. But on it him felt longer. The, well, it yeah. felt forever. Because it lets your mind go to like, how would I tell my mom I just killed my sister? Yeah, it, it makes you really yeah. contemplate. You're like, what yeah. are you gonna do? I mean, you would tell them. You would tell them, but but how? Call, what do you say? Yeah. Oh, um, you, you, like, no, you you would vomit. I would vomit or get upset oh, about it. Doops. Well, and that's what's so like to Wesley's point about how it. This is this takes the scenes that. Um, it's a tragedy, man. Like, so the scene they cut out here is him not telling, like having that conversation ever, right? But they gave us another scene that was even more interesting. But we still don't have that. But it doesn't I don't think just a go. Movie would would he would show him telling? I think you're exactly right. It would cut straight to a funeral and you'd skip right. over the stuff that's really hard to deal with. But what this movie did also is it like, oh, you think you're out of the woods with this that awkwardness? We're not going to do a jump cut. We're not going to do any. We're going to have that scene at the dinner table of the mom and him yelling at each other. And, like, we're going to make them confront this out loud in the most, like, uh, I don't know. Like, you said it makes it makes you think about how this applies to your own life. That's a very familiar. Sorry. That's a very familiar family scene. And, like, oh, my gosh. If I was in that seat, like. You're the dad. That was just so like, uh, oh, yeah. We're cringeworthy. We, throughout and, this whole movie, everybody in the audience is supposed to be the dad, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the audience. He was, he was, yeah. 
Slow burn. Was that an intentional joke? Yeah. His last one. Yeah. It's like it's, it, this movie is a slow, <laughs> a slow burn. That's a good burn. You know. You don't. Yeah. The dad's last name is B Y R N E. Burn. The actor. Gabriel oh really? Burn. <laughs> I'm just talking about gets, gets usual suspects gets flamed. <laughs> he gets literally burned. Yeah, like, oh, that's oh, funny. That's even funnier. <laughs> that's what my joke was. That was a joke. There's but that's even better. It's a slow burn. There's several jokes here. We, yeah. we he was good. I yeah. a lot of people don't like him, but his What's character. Wrong with him? I thought his character was perfect. Who doesn't like the dead character? Well, they thought he, he was kind of useless, but he's supposed to be. Just like, what would you do? No, he's supposed. What makes him? He's supposed to be the guy from uh, Green Acres. That's the only one normal on the farm. <laughs> well, but what? <laughs> Perfect. What makes his character? Let's talk about him too. I, well, I think what makes his character so good is he's supposed to be the the strong stoic one. He's supposed yeah. to be the straight. And he was for a while. He's supposed to be the one that's not. He's supposed to be the voice of reason and like you're you're going crazy. Like we need to call the police and. Get, uh -huh. You're a crazy um, bitch. But what makes that, that's like right up to the very end. But the scene right before it that was even more like interesting for his character was when he picked up his son after he had slammed his head into the desk. He's just in the car and he almost runs the red light and he just breaks down. Yeah. That was like the first crack we saw in the of that character the whole time. And like when you have so many scenes that they were so deliberate to set up and give you every little thing. And every single time he's the exact same strong stoic one that at the very end he's just like oh my god then that's it has that much that's just really good writing yeah. I feel like it's very good writing the dialogue was very good and the acting was amazing uh, the direct this is his first movie and he did a really good job one thing I want to note and I told you this after the movie and Wesley you probably and take a kick out of this uh, I what however the cinematography was they made it where you felt like it was still a dollhouse. Um, I yeah. thought oh, yeah. It, yeah, the whole time, whatever they use for the lens, mm -hmm. there was parts you, you think they're still in a dollhouse, which was pretty cool. And the way everything was centered and and the house was just not, weird too. Everything everything was, was yeah, and also um, the way everything was symmetrical. The red letter meteor guys talk how it was pretty even lit. It wasn't like over the top lit. It was like uh, normal. I thought it was great. It was, I, I thought they used pops of color really well too, like the red. The, the red. I, mean, I guess that's what I'm thinking of more than anything is the treehouse. Um, Even but, the opening beginning was like a, a whole. Um, it was like a whole um, synopsis of the whole story, oh, like in a nutshell, it? with the treehouse. It, it, it was like a little Edgar, treehouse, and then Edgar, right? Yeah, know? and then it goes into the to the. Real, real, and like it set up the whole tone. I'm, I mean, the way they moved the camera. I'm curious what you guys think because I'm trying to tie it together. I can kind of extrapolate a theme of the miniatures and the dollhouses and stuff. The mother expresses her grief through the miniatures. That that's really what we're mm -hmm. going for. Okay. I think there's I, two there's two facets to it. I think okay, he's right. Yeah, go it's ahead. how she she dissociates the the things from herself because she thinks that she's mentally ill oh, so right. that's a good point so yeah, she dissociates great. and says like like that scene where she's like it's an extremely neutral view and she's like yeah, extremely yeah. matter of fact about it which which yeah. which, which time, in turn is the view the audience has too right is, you know it's exactly be like the view of payment like it's 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 a symbol hmm. for like they are not um uh, yeah they're, they're not in not control in control yeah he's in control there's no, he's there's no free will happen yeah I mean, wow. But yeah, and, and they're and like he's they're his the framing device. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh. And I had that's, that's that. a, she's the creator, 
and she's kind of like he's using her he's using annie to to orchestrate every single event and she doesn't even know it uh one thing that someone pointed out and i and, <laughs> and i analyzed too okay so there's points where she, she they have a confrontation with the son and reveals that he tried she tried to kill her and she doesn't really want him the paint thinner the paint thinner or like, are you talking about the, like the miscarriage the miscarriage everything yeah okay. i don't think she wanted any of her children and it's like oh she's a terrible mother but then you realize no she wanted them like she subconsciously wanted to fight I was thinking about that too. Yes, her yeah. subconscious to, to knew get, something was wrong. Knew something wrong to try to keep them away from this evil. Yeah, you yeah. know that entire monologue she had. First of all, it's the most amazing monologue I've ever seen. She should but, win an Oscar. Oh yeah, she should. I think it hands down. She, she's a good actress. She she was the movie. Oh, At least but I would they all say, were. Before, just before you move on to the point, Wesley, and I'll be sure to loop you back to it. Stop, like, Wesley. You had enough opinion. That's our show. Shut, shut up. Like <laughs> 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 <That's> our show. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to call that out, though. Like, uh, just we're talking about her performance, and just very quickly, what's so good about it, what I think deserves the credit is really, I was trying to think about what specifically, and it's the range, I think. It's like, Zero Every single emotion, like she covers at some point in the movie, and, and he did too. Always like some the, the little boy. Their argument was like it was just so good, and like it was a real argument, like like you know how like in movie arguments. When, okay, so they're arguing the table. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and uh, and like she says her piece and she's done, and he sits there and lets it simmer, and then he brings it back up. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 like movie arguments, like oh they're done. Cut to the next scene. Like yeah. you know, like people. Jab they at each for, other. They forced it to. They, it was end. realistic. It was well, yeah. man, good job directing so to, that. So to bring you back, like we're talking about her um, subconscious, like subconsciously, kind of wanting to fight it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the, <laughs> the monologue kind of explains it perfect. Like it, the monologue lays out the entire. Like, there's no need to like look into the nooks and crannies of the movie because her monologue points out. Everything. Oh, hey, hey, nooks and crannies of the movie. Okay. <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep um, sorry. Ignore him. Like, it's funny because once you get to the ending, it recontextualizes recontextualizes the entire thing mm -hmm. because she talks about you know like mental illness runs my family. My my father uh, starved himself and my my brother hung himself. And then you're like, oh well, obviously because they tried to implant this fucking yeah. thing him. And and, and and they were they and they had the subconscious of trying to so, yeah, stop like, this thing. And they Two. both succeeded where Annie failed. And the reason I think is because it never, it never perfectly manifested itself into her until she killed uh, her husband. And that's yeah, when happened. she made that face. Yeah. Oh yeah, I <laughs> at the I had to. I was that, that, was, the end, that was under Matt. Yeah, I was at the end of the page of my notes after I'd written down like kind of what had happened there, and before I turned the page, that just happened, and so I went, I like scribbled face just in the corner. <laughs> face, dude. Uh, so everything from that moment on was bonkers. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really was. Especially uh, yeah. the scene where you see the mom's headless body is floating up to the to the <sighs> treehouse, and it's very it's done so matter of factly. I was so I like that. Yeah, I kind of laughed at that too. It's almost yeah. comical, yeah. but it's yeah. creepy enough. Like you, it's not you haven't been pushed there yet. But if you saw a recently. body floating in real life, you know that's kind of how it would be. It'd be when silly. that comes out on DVD, we should take that scene and cut it down. Like put the Peter Pan music to it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. joke landed. So Aaron, what? Uh, I have no. What's kind of what have we not brought up yet that really stood out for you? 
Uh, he liked the colors. Yeah, they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the relationship of the the grandma to the to Charlie? Mm. Charlie. Oh, I think I noticed some was, weird stuff. She was payment, like yeah. Uh, they she were, didn't they know were it though. Entity. No, she combination didn't know of both. It. Yeah, well, I think it was. I think since she got her so early, like I started getting that vibe when early in the movie when she's like freaked out by her own art art piece and she turns it around and it's like both of them trying to breastfeed Charlie. Yeah, that was, like a simple, that was like, the one she's... that caught my eye. I was like, mm. I think I blocked yeah, that one that out. One, <laughs> the, one where, like, the, the one that like sent chills down my spine was when she's like when they're conceiving Charlie and her mom's looking through the door. I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm done. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm out. And they yeah. and they left it there. They let he let that linger that shot. I liked it. I liked how he just let things linger in this movie. It made that creepiness. It made yeah, me it, able it to keep up you, in my old age. The normal <laughs> amount of time you'd linger on a shot here, boss. is enough for you to go like, oh, okay. And then he stays on like three times as long as that. So it's like really, really let this it's make, sink in. It's making yeah. you uncomfortable, like The Shining. Uh, yeah. There are things that he, uh, Kubrick did to mess with the shot. He would change the carpet around. He would change it. Like he would just do things that to some reason subconsciously mess with your brain. I feel brain. like they did that in his house. Like it, it, I don't know. It just never felt right. In it that felt house. like there's people everywhere. And like there's felt like there's faces that are forming. Well, yeah, they even, did do that. Yeah, but like not even intentionally. You know what I mean? Like just, you felt like there's someone in here, you know, mm-hmm. like with them. You felt a presence. So and that, I that, think that gets the, again, the cinematography, but also, I mean, we can say the cinematography pacing. too, but the set, like the house itself and the set they're in, like it felt big at times. And maybe mm-hmm. they were, to your point, Aaron, maybe they were doing stuff where they're moving furniture closer and then it got further <laughs> out. And then like, oh, now there's like, you can see the, more of the ceiling and like so it's like yeah. forcing your eye to negative space over time where there's nothing and then they landed it at the end with her it's in the corner. It's not to the degree of The Shining mm-hmm. or like that new Blair Witch movie where uh, it's over the top. It's like the architecture doesn't match what you see on the outside, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, it's no, not it quite to that like degree. That. But no, it felt real. Something. It felt real though. That's but The Shining felt real to me though. But th- that's a well, real yeah, that's hotel. I'm, I'm saying, I'm like, when you... It is oh, a real hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean that the the The, 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 the cops don't the drapes, buddy. You know what? That's the perfect way to put it. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> uh, I think you guys are right, because I read an interview with the director and cinematographer, and they said that they, they had the house custom built after they planned every single shot. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's... They, yeah, they that's cool. did every single storyboard. You can tell said, we need a house this was... Nice. You can, so the, you can, house, the house is a co- fully functional house now, but it's built from scratch just for this movie. Who wants to live in there? Wow. I would. That's really interesting. So actually. they used a, they used the stop motion camera. Um, <gasps> to, That's where it was to plan the shot. No, no, no. They use, you're thinking of tilt shift. Um, tilt no, I, 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 I'm, th- I'm thinking of stop motion because it felt like a miniature. That's what tilt shift is. It's you have shallow shallow depth of field, so it makes everything look like miniatures. Don't so tell me the, how to be a cinematographer. But they used a, yeah, they used a, like, <laughs> a stop-motion camera with a, tilt, uh, with a, uh, with a uh, macro lens to plan every is. shot inside the dollhouse. That's oh. Cool. Huh. And so like, Interesting. they pre-shot the movie inside the dollhouse to make sure that they could actually do it. I was so like, they bought the model brilliant. of the house, too. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. You what? can tell. You can tell this movie was, um, it was like, like every shot nice. mattered. Every shot was everything was thought out, so and what, not Avengers. So what it, what did you guys think of? <laughs> I'm trying to segue to something at least in my opinion was a little bit 
Um, and may and Wesley Maven have already convinced me that it's not as like not Egregious. negative, but not as great as I hoped it would be. Um, was that I don't know after the whole build up of the whole movie, I was kind of hoping that it would kind of end with heredit the whole hereditary idea of. This, Male pattern baldness. I, I, I guess it was yeah. like this idea of family passing on and living in legacy and your ancestors and this weight, and it gets all the way distilled down, that then it kind of, at the very, very end, became more about cult supernatural. Uh, like, it, it, the whole movie was so great, and then they, it didn't feel slapped on. It fit in the context of the movie. I was really hoping to tie together... I guess I really wanted the theme part <laughs> that you were like, ah, oh, this movie really subverts yeah, that. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's not so much a, a negative as much as like it didn't to me, hit my goals. I agree it. with you, man. To yeah. me, it was a bit of a left turn. A, a, a bad, little bit. A, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to criticize this movie, but to me, it suffers from that horror movie, you know, late, Lazy Susan. You know, um, where they shifted in a way that, you know, it, it wrapped up like a Saturday Night Live skit a little bit, where it was, there was a movie like that I liked. It was the ex, it was, the, it was like, it was like a, it was like a, came out like four or five years ago, maybe longer than that, but it was about the guy, the, the fake exorcist goes and like it's filmed, mm -hmm. like first person, and you think this girl is possessed or not possessed, you don't know what it is. But then at the very end, you realize, oh, it's devil worshippers who are bringing out Satan, and it gets, it wraps up really. Like, oh, well, that sounds like a paranormal activity. Well, just th this was before. This was like the exorcism, memory rose, or something Maybe, like that. It yeah. was, it was good, but I kind of like, oh no, like go with the subtlety more. The subtlety was more frightened to me. Where is, this is that up, the position you're talking about? I don't. Maybe it was, but it was about it's about the priest who. Pretends to be an exorcist, hmm. but he's not really an exorcist. So, but, like, he, yeah, he, but, he, but he's facing a real uh, demon. But if I, we find out that she's given birth to the Antichrist, I guess this, it was really weird. With this one, I the the idea that there is a cult, I guess, or that there is a a group like the Joan character, and this the cult Joan, is everywhere. The Joan character, to me, and all those other people, was I mean, it it fueled the story in such an interesting way, and she was a great. Like a really like she could take somebody too. from the support group who's like not who she seems and has all these connections. Like it's a really interesting idea, but to God, I, which I've seen I'm not before. Used sitting here, uh, but you like when you if you can't handle the mic, when you bring in that element, it's a, it diverted from like this other kind of path that I was getting really interested in about this one family and what it means to like inherit stuff. Um, that then it's. Like it works again. I just want to say it all works and it it's good. It just it seems like there were it wasn't as tight tightly interwoven as I was hoping. Once they got to the very very end, I'm with you a little bit on that. I I agree. What do you, like what do you guys, Wesley, Aaron? What do you guys think of that? I, <clears throat> I agree. I don't know. I mean, from my perspective, everything with the family was wrapped up in a neat little bow and mm -hmm. allowed for that left turn. I, I didn't feel like there was anything missing for me. Okay. Like a leper. I, I think it it made sense because it does harken back to his little spiel in the classroom about like none of this is in my control, mm. um, it, like, uh, and uh, speaking of Ann Dowd, yeah. who played uh, Joan, yes. uh, I, I, I heard a few opinions of her. I thought she was amazing. She was uh, really she good. Scared the living bejesus out of me, um, 
and a lot of people felt Wim. like, well, you know, her performance was forced. And I was like, that's mm. that's exactly yes. it. Every time, every time she thought she was starting to get away from her, she like Grabbed hit the it. gas more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, my son is dead. You know, they yeah, were dead too. Exactly. Let like, me yeah. tell you, the totally moment I up. saw her in that parking lot of the Joanne Fabrics or whatever it, what it, what it was, I, I was like, she's bad. I the see it. Joan Fabrics. Oh, <laughs> the no. Joni Fabrics. Hmm. Joni. Oh, you know what? Like, soon, as soon as you saw the rug, you're my, like, my, yeah, my wait a minute. These rugs. I was yeah, like, oh man, she's 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 messed I've up. I've got a rug like her. that. It's just a coincidence. But I don't. It says Moni, not Joni. I don't know what they did in the séance, both scenes that just like I like, you know, it, it had me locked in. You know what they did? I was like, you know that it was dark, and there was no music. It was just. You're right. The quiet in, in the acting. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. And the performance. That's a hundred percent. It was believable. It's it was that. And she so was deadpan. She was real in it. She was like, you know, she's like, you know, this is real. And both of them. Both. When of them. just the. It also was like, it was simple. Simple. It wasn't like the glass is going to fly and kill well, somebody, or it, like the well, windows are going to fly can I, open. Can I make a point? Yeah. No, you can't. Because it was simple, it felt real. Now, when I was getting taken out of it a little bit, rolled my eyes a little bit, and when it started drawing. Like that was when it was, when it was getting a little like if it was it was if it was keep, if they kept it simple it felt real. See, I liked the drawing. I stuff liked it, but the, the, but it didn't feel real to me anymore. I like well, I liked that because it it gave us evidence like that it wasn't real, like that it what it couldn't be it wasn't fake. There maybe, was no doubt, right? Uh, that yeah, it, the, like, maybe, in, maybe it's their mental illness too. In their no, well, in their world, when you see the like scribble and the the thing is literally floating in the air, there's no tricks here. Like this is a real supernatural thing that we are witnessing. We within finally the get world some the elucidation. Movie. Yeah, but maybe so. you were more freaked out by the, the those first because it felt like it was your world. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want your guys' opinion on. on on the second scene, the second <laughs> seance scene where they're all together around the table. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I, so I'm going to make a statement and then I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a qualifying statement and then I'm going to make a statement. And I'm okay. Just get on with it, Wesley. On let, me, let me get my blanket. It gets, it gets very <laughs> absurd really fast. Like it does. She starts acting very strange. Like she starts, yeah. you know, like, like high energy. And then like, I liked the choice and I thought it was an interesting choice to make make it comical when um uh peter starts crying yeah you know it's like and i uh, my, my initial I, what, was, thought sorry was like, why do you say it was turned, comical describe the like, scene because i i because he I, cries like a baby he cries I, like Wah. you know like like uh, so you thought that was intentional i was gonna say I that did. that was just bad <laughs> no i think he went full sam raimi right there okay. right? <laughs> all right all right all right you can talk me into that <laughs> and like i was like sorry, keep board. him like that that sucked me in more to where my eyeballs grew the size of like golf balls. I was like, "What yeah. is happening? Like, is this <laughs> real? Is this a dream?" Because there had been like what three or four dream sequences, up like to that right, yeah. Yeah. like a dream within a dream. Even the dream, yeah, the dream with the a ants. Dream within a dream. <laughs> my word. <laughs> I am so sorry. I didn't. Well, yeah, ants, I mean, but I think it has something to do with like working, like the cult working together as. With a like hive mind kind of stuff. Yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> the, the, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no you're, you're right. You're right, but but like if you guys remember going to the film class in college, and it's like the director, like like you go to the, the the film 
teacher analyzes this movie that well this symbolized him coming out of hell in the darkness I go no I, I'm pretty sure that the director thought that ah, this is a cool shot let's let's just shoot it let's, let's go, just let's right go. And and then, he needs yeah. to come out if you ever listen to Orson Welles interviews he always says like he says like yeah, sure. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, he'll, 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 like whatever they say. You know? Oh yeah, it like, definitely relates. It's like to I got that. a budget, and I got a time, we got to shoot. You know, like, like that, that, that's that's that. had the bad. I think this was more more planning, though. I think you're kind of. I right would on give that. them credit for that because I even wrote in my notes, and I realized it in the moment that I wrote down the wrong thing. So when we see the her, uh, look, he even wrote he even wrote the wrong thing. When the we word wrong. Th- yeah, when we see Charlie's just head sitting on the highway, right? Yeah. And it was just laying there. It was a quick cut to it. I was hoping it, it, the head was laying like this and go. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. It, so it's laying on the highway. I even wrote my notes. Oh, the maggoty head. It didn't have. It was just covered in ants. It was covered in ants. Right. And that, very specifically. And uh, then that came back. Came back later. Like it was the exact sequence, same. Yeah. yeah. So. So the hive mind of the. Yeah. So oh. I think it was very intentional, and it, it. I think you're right. I think that would be kind of. They're all marching in the same place, and they're do, fulfilling the same goal. Like that whole theme. It's was that all group the way think. The, yeah. You know? Hey. Hey. Echo chambers. You know what happens when you think for yourself? <laughs> you get burned alive. <laughs> uh, I. Well, one of you, did one of you guys mention the writing on the wall? No, we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Go ahead. The three different little words that pop up over time. Please right. and thank I you. I didn't get to catch all those. They were very small. They're very small yeah, and very quick in the Latin. projector. Yeah, oh. they're Latin words. Yeah. The third Which, one was one I had actually heard before, but the other two I hadn't. What What did they mean? Uh, I'm guessing on this, but uh, the, the sort of the thing I got from the seance scenes is that one was a release and one was a locking spell. Mm-hmm. And like okay. one was to release from Charlie or from death, and one was to mm. lock it into the the or one was I guess there were three technically, um, the unlock and then the one that gave him that gave payment like ability to manipulate things like how he was able to like temporarily possess. Be mischievous. Yeah. Well, if I they the need magic one. words on walls, why did Joan have to show up at the playground? Yeah. That Remember that? Like yeah, when she was casting. Casting. And nobody heard she her. Was, she was carrying him, I think. Hmm. Carrying her, yeah. <laughs> I think I think she was carrying. She was carrying the demon. demon. Yeah, and like, and that's when it, it came blasting after him and ran down the hallway. And that was well, you, you know what's interesting is I really like that effect they did with the demon. So simple. The light, yeah, it felt creepy enough. You know, it wasn't like overly produced digital like none of this felt there wasn't a time where it's like oh god you know there's a cgi no but know? they they did enough that was like you put in the effort to make it look real right Absolutely. It, like not it the shadows felt, the people yeah. in the shadows like oh my, oh god. my god like even That's the like <laughs> it she was it looked like she was on wires but the crawling in the air ghost tony collette like that was yeah that was, that was really sam raimi-esque i think yeah that yeah. was really good and, and, and the quietness of it yeah and and the lingering on the shot, uh, the the scene, you, her in the corner, you know, that was but so then creepy. The, but then they fle- again, they flex these quiet, long, subdued, creepy uh, psychological That's moments the, into like bang head as hard as I can yeah. against this yeah. this thing, and then I'm gonna literally saw my head there off really with wasn't piano a jump wire. Sc- yeah, there like, really wasn't it, a jump scare, was there? It wasn't jump a jump. Scare. There was one jump scare, and the, the bird one? hitting the window. 
Yeah, yeah, that was the one. And yeah. maybe the candle going all haywire during the second <laughs> yeah, seance. Yeah, maybe the with the mom in the car, but that wasn't really a jump scare. That was, it made me jump. But but that, but nothing jumped out at you. No, it was right. just it was the noise. Scary. It was only because of the context of what that sound means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and, and her yeah. and her. Her yeah. reaction to it and her, their reaction to it was why it was good. A jump scare when she runs out of the corner, but like it. Earned oh it. yeah, that was so good. Oh, that was awesome. I don't think oh. jump scares are inherently bad. Well, I'm no, just say no, that. but like when noises you, are bad. Loud noises for no reason. Yes. Yeah, loud noises with extra like jump scare noises, like yeah, the, the produced to, jump scares. That yeah, that led to an escalation of events, which I thought was worth. It wasn't just like boom, okay, it's over. But it's yeah. also everything leading up to the jump scare. You know, even like the yeah. first Michael Myers movies, like this had that element of like, oh god, this is really. They did. They did their build up. They yeah. like they they didn't. It things just didn't happen randomly. They had set. They had done the. T they had made the effort to set up every single little. Like I just which looked, which I think was a flaw in it. I really think it had too many jump scares. It did. It, you're right. I think. I think, it was, and it was too produced. Well, I know Aaron loved that Aaron movie. Gonna, like, I'm yeah. not, uh, Aaron's gonna come out. He's gonna throw down the chair. He's like, <laughs> it's like I know. I know exactly what you're saying, but in some cases, it just doesn't bother me. That's fine. Oh, okay, fine. That's a perfectly valid criticism. Hmm. Heredity now, George. Heredity well, now. And what? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What this what this movie did really well too, though, was that to your point, like it feels contextual to the movie. Like it's scary because of of this, and it's based on the characters. But also, it hits back at the like this theme of like the children and their parents and like the relation. That's that's why it was like it was why I brought up the end, like how it wasn't as tight as I hoped because the rest of the movie was like every single theme, every single like horror element could be seen as a like. He envisions his mom grabbing his head and trying to mm. strangle him in his nightmare through the thing. And how I was that never sure if that was real or not. Yeah, and how all that relates to like, oh my god, how I'm intimidated by my mom, and like, like there's so many things here about like parents and ch their children that I think was so interesting all the way through that then plays into the actual horror story of this supernatural event. I like. I could go on forever. Oh, I, yeah. I think you're right. And beyond that, it, like for me, and so I was talking to somebody who said this about it because I told, I, like I told you guys, go see this immediately. I told all. I of told my, my mom. To I told my dad. I told my dog. Yeah. Not one. Yeah, not two. My, my not three. Charlie. She loved it. Uh, hey, <laughs> Charlie. Uh, but uh, it, it sort of poisoned memories for me. Like. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no. Like, there's a scene, and a friend of mine pointed this out. She said, um, the thing that, like, got under my skin most was right before the party is when she, uh, she said, um, uh, well, are you taking Charlie? And he goes, mm -hmm. I don't know. Does she want to go? And she goes, did you ask her if she wants to go? And it's like, that's how your mom talks to you. And yeah, like the, the that's how you that talk it, to somebody you hate is in continual exactly. questions. And so it makes you think, oh, my God, my parents, my parents hate me. Yeah. Oh, God. oh, no. <laughs> like, my mom didn't talk to me. She just smacked the f crap out of me. <laughs> You're taking your brother. <laughs> and that's he's that. He's going with you to the movies. Well, that's some out of you. Well, to your point. Take your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> and then she throws them at me. Are you Swedish? I would have really. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, on. I was just going to say, I think Wesley's got a point. Like, it's so relatable. Like, it'll taint your mem memories because it, it has, like, a relatable element to it. Fair enough. 
I just thought of yeah, a joke. My mom, my like, mom would go sort of like reading WebMD and being like, <gasps> "What?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nailing the head. You can act like a mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't notice this, but like, so even some such a small detail as her having an, an allergy to peanuts, right? Right. And she goes to the. But were those walnuts? Those look like walnuts in the cake. Quiet, well, you. but the thing though was like, well, <laughs> were there nuts? Did they show the nuts in the actual cake? No, but they, no. I was gonna say, when they showed the cake, it was like, oh no, there may be nuts in there. But actually, right before that, they did that like really elaborate shot of like this teenager at a house party violently chopping nuts, and it was like, oh, that's the same. That's the, the same, same knife. The, yeah, and the same thing the dads doing. They're gonna cut their hands off. I always thought that was gonna happen, but it was that. It was. What about this? This would have been cool uh, for some reason. If maybe this was in the script that uh, you come back and you find out there was no nuts in that cake. Oh, there weren't. No. There were no nuts in the cake. The director confirmed she does not have a nut allergy. Yeah, because oh. the throat thing came up later. Like right. it came. Like that was the symbol of uh, uh, almost them getting like because Peter it. Peter yep. like seized up and couldn't breathe a yeah. couple times. He made the same pose as Charlie <laughs> did before she died. <laughs> Yeah. And like, remember when like twice she's eating a candy bar, and they're like, "Are there nuts in that?" Because it's crunching. Like it clearly had nuts in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's, well, that's nuts. Well, and what was so good <laughs> Thanks, though ben. is that it related, even though if it wasn't true or not, it still produced like that wheezing sound that also led to in the second seance when she inhabits. Woody, she, she in channels. She yeah, the uh, Tony Collette, and she's just going, ah, mommy. Like it was so yeah. awkward and like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Oh, ew, yeah. Ew. Uh, oh, I also so thought good. that was that the, the nut thing is interesting because it's literally an allegory for the movie. It's that you think that she has a genetic problem and it's not. It's a demon, bro. Oh, uh, screw you, Wesley, for coming yeah. up with great points. And the poor, the poor thing about the... the <laughs> Where's the global warming message? The unfortunate yeah. thing about the whole thing, and I was telling Matt on the way over here that I looked at a picture of the, what the actress looks like in real life. And she, she looks, looks exactly like, that. like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, poor girl. Like, you were perfect for... This weird she won part. a Tony for something hey, else she was in, dude. She's, she's doing fine. She won, she won a Tony Collette as her mother. Hey. She won a Tony for Annie, which I think yeah, is hilarious. Really? That's amazing. Yeah. Was wow. she the dog? Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. God, that's so I, mean. No, it wasn't. I'm, she's like 13. Uh, I know. I, that was me. <laughs> Don't apologize, Ben. I had to do it. Humor is built on <laughs> stuff like that. It was just right in front of me. I had to pick that orange. <laughs> right there. I'm not saying I'm any more attractive. <laughs> well, that's a horse of a different color. Um, the last thing I had that I wanted to call out. Well, for one, actually, I have two things. Uh, what did you guys think of the the cultists or what? Who like all the people at the end that were just standing there naked? And well, there, just those showed were, up, right? I don't know if they were really there. They were there. They were, really they were there. there, right? No, but I thought they, they were, were demons. But they, no, they, they, were, they weren't real there. people. They, they showed up in the, the treehouse. Yep. Were they were they really there in the attic too? I bet they were. were those, See, I was with yeah, you the first because time. They I thought they were fake. I thought they, they were, were like fake. ghosts or whatever. Yeah, but they're not. No, they're uh, they. Um, there's a shot in the very beginning, right before. I think it's it's before the party. Yeah, it's definitely before the party where Peter is uh, hitting the bong in his window. And, and there's a person outside his window. Out. Yeah, and they blow. They blow. That was the other thing him. I was going to bring up. Yeah. That was in a. That was one of the most clever scenes well, I've seen know, in a long you, time. Do you know that reminded me of grandma? I was like, the grandma's still alive. That's that what fucking... I thought too. Do you, do yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, it reminded me of, of. It reminded me of the scene in Rear Window, very Alfred Hitchcock, where he's looking around to see like because there was a murder 
you know, and like everybody's out in the balcony, oh, like or the or the dog, you know, in, in, in rear window, and no one, everybody's out looking and crying, but no, but the one guy who murdered her is in his rooms, and you see the cigar light and darkness. Yeah. It's like that was like a good Alfred Hitchcock. Good touch. Thriller kind of. He had a lot of those in this. So are you saying, Wesley, that like all these little teases up to that point, even like the person in fire, was that the grandma or was that a cult person? Or that what, was the grandma. The young, what about the young person at the very start that was waving at Charlie, too? Was that the grandma? Oh. No, it was another cult. That was another cult. Okay. The one waving at Charlie, like the one that I think that was Joni. No, really? no, it definitely was wasn't. Joan. It definitely wasn't Joan. She was skinny yeah. and blonde. Yeah, I thought it was like oh, a was young she? version of the grandma, but ma- uh, now it may be a cult person. It might I don't think it, it matters actually. But uh, the the entire thing, like the entire uh, plot, like Ben said, it, and and like it didn't click for me until he said it actually. That the the opening shot, the pan, is the entire story laid out, which I was yeah. like, oh, it is. Like the pole is there. And when they pass mm-hmm. the pole the first time, it has the uh, the symbol the on symbol, it. Symbol, yeah. And, like they uh, planned the whole thing. They did. Like it was all like the the plan was for her to like, you know, it was she, almost... she forced herself to to stick her head out the window. There was a dead dog in the middle of the the road Charlie. for him to avoid. Uh, <laughs> was that a dog? Was it a dog? It was or a was dog, it a... which was reflected back later. Uh, where I thought it was a deer. Gotcha. Because and that's like, when he looked back at the dog, and the dog was dead the whole time. Oh, that's really good. Oh my god. Uh-huh. And it's uh it, yeah, it's like everything was meticulously set up and planned by this payment. So were they, just, were they were they in the attic though? Were they in the attic? Yeah, they so were. They were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they're the ones who like they were there and he, this is a point How I else would they get that body up, up there? Yeah, but I thought uh, it was more demons. They I want to bring this up two or three times because this was the most uh Ben when you were talking about Stan uh Stanley Kubrick making minor changes to the frame uh the he does this in that movie and you mentioned it earlier too matt which is where he no no don't up, give him any credit he set up that <laughs> what uh, very smart that, thing did i say <laughs> he, don't sorry, pay attention to matt set off the motion light yeah yeah and they set up the motion light every time that they're outside the house the motion light came on and as they're walking passed around by, and in the scene where she's up in the corner the motion light yeah. comes on oh yeah just oh, to see oh damn and that's, beep, what beep, allows, beep. that's like what allows people oh, who I forget see where my first to see my okay. air horn. I saw I saw the whole time. And I, go, and I pointed at Matt. I go, look, Matt. Ooh, like I, I saw, then, I saw yeah, it right away. That's and an like oh, that that's a great observation. Somebody's outside doing something. That's a great observation. Yeah. I mean, those cult members Ooh. are all over the place throughout the entire movie. But are they naked? Yeah. Not all the time. Oh my god! The the scene where the guys in the doorway right after smiling. Yeah. Almost. I was like, it, I I was so scared, but I laughed a little bit because I thought he looked exactly like uh, Dolores' dad from Westworld when he's being interrogated. <laughs> <laughs> but they lit it in a way, and maybe our my, our projectors it was, like, was like dark, but they lit it in a way that you couldn't entirely make it out, which is perfect. Like I loved that. Oh, which, so is per- which is perfect. Which, and I was t- so they good. left it in a way, even when her when she's on the wall and everything. They left it in a way where it's like just enough for your imagination to go wild. Yeah. Well, and they did enough scenes leading up to that. Like they had at the very start, they had the grandma for sure. Mm -hmm. Then they had a a couple fake outs. Mm -hmm. And then they had the one with Charlie where it rolls into the ball and it's like that dream. But then, but then it 
it's just smart. It's just really smart. But, well but, but that's that's because and the problem is it didn't make any money. I mean, because this that is sucks. not what the fans that want. That sucks. But makes but, no sense. But to me. do you guys remember the house on Haunting Purge, Hill or whatever it's called? Fucking Purge is yeah, gonna make like oh, four hundred million dollars. Movie. Ah, fuck but do you remember the, the the house on uh, house on haunted? Hill. Oh no, the haunting, the haunting. The haunting. Oh yeah, yeah. it was the so remake? produced. Yeah, with uh, yeah. Liam Neeson. Owen Wilson. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so terrible, but it, wow. but, it, but it was overly produced. Like every like, it wasn't scary at all. Where this was scary. So because your imagination, baby. So I, let's let's go around and talk. Like give our rating. I I'd like to go first, just because I think Matt. You always like to go first. I actually I always go last. <laughs> I know you do. I always go last. Matt's, so, Matt's being a little uh, before we do that. A little dictatorship I, here. Can yeah. I consult Wesley on something? Uh, yes, I'll allow it. What? <laughs> Thank you. You're so bad. He brings it home. Mm. Sorry. Go ahead. It says. It says. Uh, Comes home lore. with a golf club. Lore. Right. It says. Lore. This is a lore discussion. Um, what do you? What if any significance would you ascribe to? Uh, the boy's nose bandage, like metaphorically. Whoa. Okay. To his nose bandage. Yeah. Do you think there's like anything there, or am I? Facing? And then later, he's wearing the bandage for the rest of the movie. Do you think there's anything there, or am I just nuts? He's broken. Uh, uh, I, I don't know anything about that. I think for some reason uh, it stuck with me. He has laryngitis. That's that's I don't, a neck I don't thing. Know. Um, you want to you want to hear my rationalization? Go for it. So, well, for one, this is very much I think a horror trope is like the characters just look physically beat up by the end of a movie, like right. just to show that. That's not this. But oh, I wow. think very specifically, why do they always smash their face? Like that was because it yeah. looks painful. Yeah, but, they did it with her and him. Oh, but oh, if oh, yeah, 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 I think I also, have an answer for that. If they don't, if they don't, I'm interested in what you have to say. Very no, specifically, no, no, but, but, the nose, but, though. But, but he'll give you permission yeah, to, <laughs> to, to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, the nose, though, very specifically kind of, at least for me, thinks of like like that wheezing. Yeah. like And that, that kind of was also this symbol of in... Uh, Confining Inherit, inheriting the spirit, which is the whole hereditary thing. So it's like, like you can't like breathe very well. I guess I don't know. Well, it's constricting. I, I have a bit of an ass pull to to throw onto that. Mm. Mm. Does anybody know uh, the story of why we say "bless you" when you sneeze? Because your heart stops. No, because demons can get in. Oh, yeah. See, that's wow. kind of an ass pull, there but that's go. what I thought of. Is the demon? Paymon or whatever the hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one. What were you gonna say, Wesley, about the? Well, I think you, you when he went back to like her pounding her head into the uh, ceiling uh, or the attic door. Probably bonked her nose there. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, a little bit. <laughs> but I think it. I think there there was a lot of emphasis just on heads. Um, yeah, even the and bird. decapitation, and like I think that was sort of a symbol towards um, losing your mind. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think it was a, like a release, like whether it, it, it was a relief from the demon. So like once you're beheaded, you no longer carried him. But as a as an allegory for mental illness, it's like that's that's where mental illness lives. Yeah. So I think well, any kind of damage to the head was just a representation of, of that. I think maybe mm -hmm. the nose bandage was less symbolic and less like, well, if he just busted his nose and didn't have a bandage. That would be, I mean, kind of, you know, yeah. well, and also though the the 
a head had to be pre like Charlie's head was part of the whole plan, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and then, then the two be, people, yeah, yeah, they had to chop off their head. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, sorry to interrupt, Matt, but this is a perfect opportunity for my new micro segment on the Spark of Madness. Yes. It's time for a Spark of Madness fun fact. It's time for yet another Spark of Madness fun fact. Is there an echo in here? Mental illnesses originate in the head. This has been a Spark of Madness fun fact. <laughs> the first ever. So perfect. <laughs> I think we lost the uh, viewer. <laughs> Wesley, where'd you go? Wesley, get back home. It's the Jack hand. He just gets up and yeah. leaves. Um, and Wesley couldn't even hear the video. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. Someday. All right. Well, so let's go around. Let's go around because uh, we're at the end of the hour. Let's say kind of our overall final thoughts and what we would give this movie out of 10. Go ahead. You go first. Um, I would give this. This movie very much feels like the Edgar Wright of horror movies. Like if you take Shaun of the Dead, like in terms of not adding humor into like a horror element, but like just how meticulous it was at yeah. every level, thinking about the cinematography, thinking about every single element, how it all plays together. Um, I the think there Kubrick. was, there was so much here from like, it kind of juggled all these really fun, uh, uh, different horror ideas that, in a way that like it all comes in gels it, really. It wasn't well. quite original, but it used them pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it, and and it also had like a big overarching thematic element that yeah. I always very much like. It's kind of like Babadook; it has something to it. Um, this did it that. in a very different way, and then it's like capped off by just an amazing, specific performance by Tony Collette. So, I'm not going to give it a nine out of ten. I'm going to say eight out of ten. You, so. you brought up Babadook. Is that? The cousin of Marmaduke? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. That joke didn't We already had a fun no. fact this week. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead, Aaron. Aaron. Uh, I'm kind of torn because I, I thought this movie was extremely well made and I, I enjoyed it. Oh, here's the butt. I was never scared. Not at one point. Huh. Maybe what's, I'm desensitized. What scares you? I. <laughs> Relationships. <laughs> I have never. <laughs> Commitment. You are so right on the money. That is a haunting movie. The movie. My best friend's wedding. I'm talking. The movie that has scared me the most of any movie I've ever seen was the Blair Witch Project. Uh. That movie is so scary to me. It's so bad now. Does not hold up. No, it totally holds up. I watched it last week. I was I, I was I like the, I sleeping the, with the light on. I like the second one better than the one that we watched. Uh, that right. one's also good. So this one didn't scare you like that one. Though. Not at all. No, it was like The Shining. I wasn't scared of The Shining either, but I still love it. Mm -hmm. I would give this movie a a. Um, what else scares you? We'll get to that. I would give this movie erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> that was so perfect. <laughs> bum bum bum. Wait wait. <laughs> Wow. They're back, the sound effects. Yeah, my keyboard just started working again. Yay! Um, Hooray. I, I don't want to give this movie a 7, but I don't quite want to give it an 8. Go to 7.5. I, I, I like to stay with integers. Between I'll give it an 8. Seven. All right. I'll give it All right, an eight. up to an 8. All right. I'm, I'm adjusting for the fact that I'm desensitized. And to inflation. Horror. Let's go to Ben now, and then we'll end with it. Okay. I'll probably give it an 8. Would you give it? 8. Yeah, yeah I'll give it an 8. Maybe an 8 in terms of it was well-crafted, well-thought-out, um... 
these aren't my types of horror movies, but God, it was depressing. This one lingered with you. You weren't you weren't as like enthusiastic about it, but it stuck with you a little bit more. Yeah, I really did. I, I joked you. today that I was staring in the corner of my I stared at the corner of my uh, room when I was falling asleep, but I actually did. Yeah. I actually did do that. <laughs> uh, this movie, because so this, this reminded me of another movie I saw, which you shouldn't see a movie. Uh, these kind of movies at night. So so this movie's. You should see it during the daytime, then you watch a bunch of Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, th that way you can go to sleep. And I made the mistake of, of watching it late last night and trying to go to sleep. So I turned the radio on. I actually did. I was like, ugh. Uh, and the that, radio starts like going, I, I made another mistake. I, I saw the... <laughs> <laughs> you're, taking the you're taking the sales on my joke. Uh, I, I flew to Oregon and, and watched um, a movie in Oregon before I had to fly back, and it was, um, it was uh, Soli. And that was a bad idea, watching Sully so, oh, as you were in the plane. plane. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, don't do that. Just yeah. don't, you know, this is, this is an I enjoyed it. I like A Quiet Place more, but they're two different kinds of movies. I'm glad you brought that up, because that's a good, like, kind of comparison, given the two Well, they're both big thrillers, but they're, diff they're, diff they're different horror movies. Uh, Quiet Place was uh, more like a Jaws. Uh, yeah, there was a little something bit more monster element. There was something physical there. Yeah. Like, uh, this was more supernatural. Yeah. You know. Okay. Wesley? They're both pretty scary. Bring us home. In different, different ways. We'll try not yeah. to interrupt you 500 times. I think uh, a, a really good way to get over, yeah, I think a really good way to get over Hereditary would be to watch A Quiet Place because that's more about like family strength rather exactly. than uh -huh. like poison toxic family. You're right. Um, two, that's good. That's, a, like, yeah. that's one interruption. Um, <laughs> um, I, I have to agree uh, wholeheartedly. First of all, like this, this movie and Annihilation, they, they are both uh, solid nines out of tens. Uh, this might get Aww. to a ten just because of the 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 you said, like you said, it's not wholly original, but it takes ideas that are, aren't original and uses mm -hmm. them in the best possible way. Like that yeah. ending that we discussed, where you're like, ah, oh, kinds of it works, but it takes it in a different direction. It's almost like he was like, "What's the most cliched horror ending that nobody likes, and how can I make them like it? Like, how can um, I make it?" Yeah. And I was like, "That's that, that's an interesting challenge." Uh, and and I think the reason that I like it so much is because it was written by a mind that is really really different from mine. And I watched an interview with him, and I recommend you guys and anybody the watch, director, watch Did it. the director write it? Yeah, he did. Uh, okay. He wrote it as a non-horror movie, couldn't get it financed, remade it into a horror movie, and got it financed, mm. which I thought mm. was interesting. But his interview, the thing that was enlightening to me was like, have you ever – like you've seen Seven, obviously. Yes. Oh, not in a long time. No, I, yes. Or any, yes. any movie about a psychopath. Um, What's in the uh, box? Uh, uh, the Silence the of the box? Lambs. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He he communicates like a psychopath, and I think he is one. And wow. so that made me he, he just like is very like observant oh. and like <laughs> you know, I was like, That this could guy, just this be guy, autism. Like, Come on. It could be, but he also said, like, oh, my parents exposed me to extremely graphic films at a very young age, and it's stuck with me my entire life. I was like, that explains a lot. Wow, that <laughs> plays there, yeah. yes. My dad showed me Predator when I was like six. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I watched, I'm raised on Disney movies. Movie when he was seven years old. Wow. Okay. Well, I think that's that's such an interesting tidbit that it was like, originally it was not a horror movie. movie. It wasn't yeah, a horror that, movie. Like, that's fascinating to me, especially as somebody. You know, my one of my complaints that I brought up uh, that I still think works, but not as w as well as the strongest part of it was how the supernatural part kind of kind of tries to get tied together at the very end. And so if you yeah. think about like, oh, the 
inception of the idea, probably, you know, this like demon god probably was was an afterthought at this point but yeah. uh, we need funding so let's kind of work it together time on um, i was telling my friend about it that's uh, interesting i was telling my friend david about it and he was like well what's it about and i was like that's a really hard thing to say i was like um the best way i could describe it is go to your local bookstore go to the psychology section get a book <laughs> about post-traumatic stress and family and then grab yeah. the horn of satan and stab the book because that's what it's about. <laughs> Yeah, and he was like, "Okay, <laughs> Got it. nice and edgy." Like those are kind of those are kind of the page. the best. Um, maybe horror movie or psychological movies are the ones that are like it's really hard to kind of explain what that what it what we just watched and like you have to have you... a high IQ to understand demons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You got another fun fact for us? No, okay. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> any uh, any last thoughts before we go? For many of you guys, I am um, I am. Um... <laughs> I think if you like if you like Stanley Kubrick, if you like Alfred Hitchcock, if you like John Carpenter, and you like Sam Raimi, you'll like this movie. Wow, that's I do just love the Sam highest Raimi. of high praise. It's a hell it of is, a movie. Yeah, yeah that's hey. pretty good. Hey. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost it's almost a little Christopher Nolan esque too, which I think is interesting. Don't no. you dare put that evil on this movie. <laughs> there weren't like any bad thing. lines in there, so no, 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 the directing, not necessarily. Uh, the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we didn't even talk about the music and the sound and the atmosphere. Uh, so good. Um, okay, tune, tune in for part two next week. T- part two, where we uh, slam our heads into the wall for an hour and a half. <laughs> or in other uh, words, what I did after Mother. <laughs> yeah. Why? Um, well, I don't. I have no idea what we're doing next week. I can't tell if we're going to do a new movie or not. We may work in Jurassic Jurassic World Park is, stuff. Is that next week? Well, Jurassic World's in a couple weeks, okay. but Jurassic. Maybe we do a Jurassic Park. Thing. Do we do Jurassic Park? Huh? Uh, what is there to really say? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Tune in next week to figure out if we make a decision. Tune in next week to see <laughs> if we even do anything. Anyway, same bat time. Same hmm. bat. Yeah. Well, thanks, Wesley. Thanks for joining. It was uh, really fun to have you on for this one. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. See you, everybody. 